Forty-one days after it began, forty-one days after the day in the year of our Lord, 1478, when blue fire filled the sky from horizon to horizon, Ridmar Carban moved alone through the forest. Something felt wrong, and he wanted to have a look around. The forest was quiet, the grey light of dawn just brightening the trees. It was the end of spring and the beginning of summer, and new green leaves whispered in the breeze. He moved in silence through the trees, his boots making no sound against the forest floor, his heavy staff ready in his right hand. The forest was quiet, but it did not mean it would stay that way. War bands of pagan orcs might come down from the hills of Valusk to the north, or the mountains of Kothlusk to the west. Packs of Lupiviri prowled the forest, and bands of Devagir and Kobolds raided from the deeps in search of captives and loot. And there were older dangers in the woods. The wild forest had been the site of many wars over the centuries, battles amongst the tribes of orcs, between the orcs and the dwarves of the three kingdoms, between the men of Andam, Haim, and the Erdmordar, between the men of Andam, Haim, and the Frostborn. Ridmark looked northwest. He saw nothing but trees in that direction, trees and boulders and fallen leaves. But he knew what waited for him to the northwest. The spell-haunted torn hills and the massive ruined citadel of Erd Morlamok, the fortress rising like a tower of bones jutting from the earth. The undead warden, ancient and mighty and cruel. And the answer Ridmark had sought for so long, the secret of the return of the Frostborn. But he could not learn the secret if some creature in the forest killed him first. So Ridmark kept going, remaining watchful. Something uneasy rattled in his mind. Of course he was never at ease, not really. Not since the day he had pursued Marlek to the great hall of Castromarcane, had seen Elia's blood spill upon the black and white tiles of the hall. He pushed that out of his mind. This was not the time to dwell upon it. Given that a more immediate danger might lie at hand, Ridmark had spent the last five years wandering from one end of the wilder land to another, seeking answers about the Frostborn and finding very little. Yet he had grown familiar with the forests of the wilder land, and this one felt wrong. Too quiet, and no sign of any animals. Ridmark could think of any number of reasons for that, and none of them were good. The creatures of the Dark Elves haunted the woods, Erlvalgs and Urzars and worse things. If Ridmark encountered one, he would die. He had no weapon that could harm a creature of dark magic. Once he had carried the Soul Blade Heart Warden into battle, but he had lost that too, through his own folly. Though there were any number of more mundane predators that would frighten away animals. Fire drakes, swamp drakes, wyverns, manticores, and others. He stopped and stood in silence, listening. Perhaps he was simply being paranoid. But he had not survived this long by ignoring his instincts, and his instincts told him that something was wrong. Ridmark needed a better look around and he knew where to find one. He moved at a quick silent run through the trees, 
weaving around boulders as the ground grew rockier. The terrain sloped upward and the trees cleared to reveal a tall, stony hill jutting from the earth. Atop the hill rose a half-ruined tower of rough stone. Ridmark had no idea who had built it. Perhaps an orcish war chief had used it as a stronghold. Or maybe a group of fleeing dwarves had constructed it as a hasty temporary refuge. Or perhaps the Knights of Andamheim had raised it in the past as a stronghold against the Dark Elves or the Erd Mordor or the Frostborn. But whoever had built the tower had been dead for centuries, and it stood abandoned atop the hill. Yet its crumbling shell still had a commanding view of the surrounding forest. Ridmark made his way up the path to the top of the hill, staff ready in his hand. The tower had been abandoned.